Hey guys, I'm really happy to be back on another podcast episode with you today. Hopefully it feels like we're just having a fun conversation all about business and lifestyle. Today's topic I have for you is actually something that I know all too well. At the beginning of 2017, my husband and I bought a new house and remodeled it. And while it was really fun remodeling a house, I lost a lot of time on my business that year because we had to get the house finished. In general, the first few months of the year are a time of reflection, goal setting, and growth. And the actions you take at the beginning of the year can either set you up for success or failure for the years to come. Needless to say, because I didn't have a ton of time to dedicate to my business at the beginning of 2017 due to our home, I lost a lot of work. As a result, 2017 was the worst year for my business, and by the time the middle of the year rolled around, something in me and my business had to change. The changes I implemented at the end of 2017 ultimately set me up for the awesome year I had in 2018. But let's be honest, we will all go through tough times in our business at one point or another. So I just want to be the one to encourage you that if that's where you're at right now, going through a tough season, you're not alone. And I've walked the same road and come out on top. Today, I'm thrilled to be talking to you about the five things you can do when business is tough. Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Before we dive into today's topic, which is something I'm really excited about, I've decided that since this is the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast, I'm going to share my honest moments of each week. By the time you hear this, it will be March or the last week of February if you're one of my email subscribers, but I am recording this episode at the end of January. This January has been my most profitable January since starting my business, which is something I'm really thankful for. And I've had a lot of wins, including starting this podcast. But I'll have to say that I have two honest moments of this week. And the first one is that I feel like I totally bombed a phone call with a potential client. And normally I do meet with potential clients in person, but this client happens to not live in Colorado and it would be an out-of-state wedding and for some reason I just got so intimidated after she had told me what she did for work and I always feel like I struggle with phone calls but that was the first thing that I feel like I totally bombed and that's an honest moment of the week. I'll let you know if they end up booking Um, I did just get an email from her today, but yeah, we'll see where that goes. The second honest moment of the week is that starting a podcast is really easy, Um, but actually getting the workout and and doing it and, you know, setting up interviews and editing episodes and all the work that goes into it is a lot of work. It's a huge undertaking, something that I didn't totally realize until I actually started it, but I'm really excited that I'm pushing forward and I'm still keeping up with it and I'm still choosing to do it because I feel like it's going to make an impact and help so many people. But I am really, really learning fast how much work it actually is. So, so crazy. (laughs) All right. But on to today's topic, the five things that you can do when business is tough. So, 
The first and probably most important thing you can do when business is tough is to get off social media. And I know that sounds so counterintuitive when we're constantly supposed to be showing up on social for our businesses, but you honestly know how it goes. When we're on social media, we usually don't just post and then close the app. We scroll and compare and then all of a sudden an hour has gone by and then we're stuck wondering why we don't get any work done. You're probably nodding your head because this has happened to you. (laughs) One of the best things that you can do for yourself and for your business is to step away from social. Create before you consume any content. If your business is in a tough season, the last thing you need to be doing is consuming other people's content. You need to be creating your own. So take a couple days to create shareable content. Maybe that's a blog post or social media post. Maybe it's an awesome photo shoot or an invitation suite, whatever it is, but do it for you and for the benefit of your business and for those potential clients that you hope to attract, not for the approval of another business owner. I think this is something that a lot of business owners really struggle with. They Oftentimes, especially in the photography industry, but oftentimes they post things for the approval of another business owner. But honestly, that's not going to get us anywhere. I think you need to be posting for your potential clients or for those people that you hope to attract. And I'll be honest, if you keep trying to post for the approval of another business owner, you're always going to end up disappointed because there's always someone out there who is better at what they do or who you may never be able to impress. So do it for the benefit of your business and those clients that you hope to attract. Comparison is truly the thief of all joy, and I am such an advocate for how much social media can truly help our businesses grow, but I am also an advocate for having a healthy relationship with it and using it only as a tool to grow my business and not the other way around. The second thing that you can do when your business is in a tough spot is take a step back and realize the things you've already accomplished and celebrate those successes. Have you been able to support your dream full time at some point? Have you been able to sell a package at your highest price point? Did you make a connection with a vendor that maybe you've always wanted to work with? Thankfulness can go a really long way when it comes to the success of your business. It's really easy to learn to accept new successes as normal. I remember my first year, I shot weddings full-time. I wanted 10 weddings, and this was in 2015. I was charging $1,500 per wedding at the time, and at the time, that seemed like a really lofty goal, but then I booked all 10. These days, getting 10 weddings a year is normal for me, but if I'm not careful, I can easily fall into the trap of not appreciating those 10 because it doesn't take as much work as it did when I was first starting out. That's pretty lame, right? We should always be thankful for every client we have, every new inquiry in our inbox, every small or big success, because if we're not, we may just end up finding ourselves back at the very beginning and wondering why we're not booking or why we're not getting our dream clients. All right, number three, seriously get away from home and either meet up with like-minded people in your industry or just simply socialize. You know how it is when you're running a business and you work from home, right? We can get so into our own heads about how bad we're doing and how awful of business owners we are and how lonely it is, which that in and of itself is its own podcast episode, but the list could go on. I know that running a business is tough stuff and 
those who don't run a business truly don't understand until they do it. And when we're in it alone, it's even tougher. And in fact, I think it's a really dangerous place to be. But by meeting up with other people, you get the chance to step away from your own thoughts for a moment and allow the thoughts of others to kick in. Let me break this to you. I can guarantee that your fellow friends, family members, business owners, they see you in a much better light than you see yourself. And just knowing that can help kick into gear exactly what it is that you need to get the ball rolling again in your business. Side note, did you guys know that I almost didn't start this podcast? My husband Frank and I were having breakfast with two of our closest friends on a Tuesday morning, and they asked me how I was doing, and I said, I really don't know if I want to do this podcast anymore. And then I went into saying I just don't really feel like I have any knowledge to give, and regardless, everything that I share has already been shared before, so I just don't know if it'll be worth it. Our friends and my husband, Frank, all encouraged me to get out of my own head and do the podcast, so I ended up going home that very day and I started typing episodes out. You guys, all it took was me getting out of the house, having people speak that encouragement and life into me for me to get the ball rolling. But if I had never done that, I would have never made this leap and I would have never started this podcast. So if there's something that you you know, maybe you're just feeling really down or something that you feel like you need encouragement on, I want to encourage you to be honest with those around you. And if you don't have anyone to be honest with, I encourage you to make that effort and reach out to people and try to make friends in the industry. But just getting out of your own space and out of your own head and allowing the thoughts of others to kick in can help you and push you to make the next step that you need to take. It literally is so simple and so small, but it can go a really long way. All right, number four, at all costs, trust your gut. This is a huge one for me. I cannot even begin to tell you how many times I've seen another business owner do something and I've thought to myself, oh, maybe I should try that too. I've tried things in business that I just didn't feel in my heart I should have tried and I've deeply regretted it. In at all costs, put those blinders on and stay in your lane. On one hand, I know it's not smart to always be working off of your feelings, but on the other hand, your feelings are something you have to trust because your gut and intuition just know. If you feel like you need to do something for your business, do it. If you have an idea, go after it. You guys, my best successes in business have been when I've trusted my gut and gone after my own ideas and my own desires. So what is that for you? Is there something that you've been wanting to start? Is there something that you've maybe hesitated putting out there, but you can't get it out of your mind? I would encourage you to just go after it. Take five to 10 minutes every day and just work on it. Take small little steps to get to where that, to get to what that goal is. All right, last but not least, the fifth thing that you can do in business is tough. This almost seems like an obvious one, but goal setting. I want you to write down the goals you hope to accomplish only a couple weeks from now, three months from now, and even maybe a year from now. I honestly am a very goal-oriented person. I even have goals for five to ten years from now. But when business is tough, sometimes you need to picture yourself accomplishing the small goals first before you can even think about the big ones. 
maybe by the end of the month, you want to book just one more client. Or maybe you want to send that email that you've always wanted to send. In tough times, huge picture goals you have can get a little overwhelming. I know this is really cliche, but you begin making a change one small step at a time. So one thing that I do that may help you is that before any workday, I write down three things that I need to accomplish the next day. These are the three things that are my top priorities. So maybe it's something like recording a podcast episode or putting the final touches on a wedding gallery and sending it off. Or maybe it's drafting a timeline for one of my clients. These are small things that in the long run help me achieve the big picture goal. When it came to starting this podcast, I did not sit down and decide to record 20 episodes all in one day. I decided to sit down and type out one to two episodes, and I decided to record first and figure out even if I liked it before I tackled the huge picture goal. The same goes for the interviews that I have. So, If you have small things that you need to accomplish, tackle them first, and those will in turn help you get to the big picture goals. Alrighty, so I hope that helps you guys in your tough season. I can truly say I've been there before. If that's where you're at, please do not get get discouraged. We all have tough times in business, and we all have to learn how to navigate those, and we all are struggling in one way or another. So I just want to encourage you to put those blinders on, get down to work, write out those goals, get off social media, create before you consume, and eventually you will get out of your slump. All right, so I've decided to end each episode with a listener question, and our first question is from at Amy Merritt Cuts Hair on Instagram, and she asks, I'm certain you've already blogged on this, but how do you come up with fresh content consistently? All right, Amy, thank you so much for the question. So I actually haven't blogged on this topic specifically, but to answer your question, while I believe that coming up with fresh content consistently is great, I also am a firm believer in making sure that everything we put out is of great value. If you can create content that can continue to be shared over and over again, you're set. So for example, every Friday, I do my Friday Fives on my blog, but I really only have about 30 different Friday Fives that once they're cycled through, I plan to share over and over again. Chances are, if you share something once, not everyone has seen it. But if you can continue to share it again and again, you will have a bigger impact. So for example... When I was getting ready to launch this podcast, I told people, sign up to my email list for a soft launch, for access to the soft launch, and for two additional entries to my $100 cash giveaway. And the first time I shared it, not everybody signed up. You know, I maybe had like five to 10 people who signed up on my email list. But I started sharing it every day. And every day I would get a few more people sign up all the way through until I launch the podcast. So sharing over and over again is going to have bigger impact. Obviously, I know the struggle of trying to come up with content though. So here are some ideas that I have for you. You can keep a running list on the notes app or of ideas that pop into your head. Maybe when you're out at the grocery store or on a date night. This happens to me all the time. I come up with ideas 
at the most random moments. And so having that list, uh, that running list on your app can help you when you're going to sit down and write a blog post or whatever. It can help you um, with those ideas. And obviously you can refine those. You can always change those and go back. But having that list helps. Excuse me. (laughs) Having that list helps a lot. You can, um, well, you do hair specifically, so I'm sure you could do a lot of tutorials on beautiful updos or maybe have a post for advice on a way a bride should wear her hair, depending on the type of dress that she's chosen for her wedding day. I feel like I could go on, but those are just a few ideas. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. I'm really thankful for your support. If you're curious to know how you can support this show, please leave a star rating. I, for my launch, I have chosen to do a $100 cash giveaway for anyone who writes a review. So you uh, write a review, make sure you leave your Instagram name in your review so I know how to reach out to you, but you will automatically get entered to win that $100 cash review. And after that, go, moving forward, every single month, uh, anyone who writes a review will be automatically entered to win a $20 Amazon gift card at the beginning of every single month. So lots of benefits on your end if you write a review. And also that just helps this show get noticed by more people. And it helps me to know that what I share is valuable and gives me the courage to keep moving forward. Um. Another thing you can do is screenshot this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me in it. Anytime you share, that's definitely helping the podcast. And it helps me also get to know you and get to know what what it is that you need help with in your business. So I love it and I highly, highly encourage it, you guys. And maybe this is a shameless plug, but having all those really, really does help me and it encourages me. So yes, please, please do that. All right. I hope you guys enjoy your day and I will see you again next week. Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at morgan at ladyilgphotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.